You're listening to episode 107 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today is, I want to give a little bit of a warning. There may be more expletives in this episode than most. So if you are in an area where you don't want those to be heard, just warning you, there's a few F-bombs coming your way. But in a good way. This is not like a rant or anything like that. This, this is like a positive episode. I just want to, to give you some fair warning about that. So I had a really interesting call. Um, a friend of mine is setting up a new coaching business and she asked if she could uh, talk to me with some of her questions about some of the things I've struggled with or that I have felt held me back in business. And the last question that she asked me was what was one thing that I've changed the most since starting out? And my immediate response, (laughs) and it actually shocked me how fast this answer came out of my mouth. It almost surprised me that this was my answer and that it was so immediate was that I give fewer fucks and that that is by far what I have changed the most since starting out is that I, I simply give fewer fucks about the shit that doesn't matter. So the first thing that I give fewer fucks about is other people's opinions. And I know that this sounds a little bit cliche for anyone who has read Mark Manson's book, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, highly, highly recommend. It's amazing. It's a fantastic book. Such a good read. Um, You you may think that this sounds like cliche, but for the most part, I'm usually a little skeptical when people tell me that they, that they don't care what other people think, because the people that truly don't care what other people think, A, they don't usually have to reiterate that they don't care. And B, if they, if they truly don't care, they've probably had to do a lot of work to get to that point. And there was probably a large chunk of their life where they cared so much and gave so many fucks about (laughs) what other people thought about them and other people's opinions that they had to go through that before they got to the other side of it, realizing that it just wasn't worthwhile. And I think that there's, there's a few aspects to this for me. So one of them is that I've stopped caring as much about, I'm not going to pretend that I have this hundred percent figured out by the way. I, this is something I'm still working through. Um, but I definitely give a lot less fucks than I used to before. And one of these areas is that the perceptions of what the perceptions that other people have of me, Whether those perceptions are true, in my mind, it's all relative, right? True or not. But previously, I have allowed myself to be very held back by this. Very held back. And I don't think I wanted to admit that to myself for a long time. Because we all want to be that person who's like, yeah, I don't don't give a shit what other people think. And yeah, I always have been to a degree, actually. But I've still also allowed other people's opinions to really affect me on a deep level. I'm a people pleaser in a lot of ways, and that that can be problematic at times. The other thing is that I have been very aware since I started this journey, especially since it's online, it's public, it's very 
open it's is being aware that there's a very small handful of people watching me and hoping that I'll fail but the reality of that is that it absolutely lights a fire under my ass to show up bigger and better than ever even on days when it feels hard and use that as motivation instead and my mission is always to show up as myself and it's been a really it's been a really significant learning experience moving through those fears that I was allowing to hold myself back. And honestly, I just refuse to let the opinions of others drag me down or prevent me from being myself because other people's opinions are none of my business and other people's opinions are none of your business either. So actually what's interesting is sort of as part of my own personal fewer fucks given campaign, I no longer ever even look at who's watching my Instagram stories because I quite literally don't care. I, I reached a point where I was allowing that to hold me back and I'm just not gonna, I, I'm just not gonna do that anymore. I, I made a decision a few months ago that I'm, I'm just not going to allow that kind of fear to rule my life in any way, shape or form. So all of this kind of ties into my second point, which is giving fewer fucks about failing what, you know, fall on my face was the worst that can happen because I've been through worse, <laughs> right? One of my favorite strategies here, I was talking to some clients about this the other day too. And, and this comes up a lot with, with, uh, my clients that I work with is the strategy that I use about thinking about the worst case scenario and how I would handle it if it happened. So if the worst happened, how would you figure that out? How would you plan for it, go through those scenarios in your head and look at the different things that you would do, the approaches that you would take, the things that you would put in place to move past that issue and to move past that failure. And honestly, with adversity becomes, there's just this immense strength and resilience. And that's the shit I want more of. So if trying and failing more often is what it takes to build that strength, I'm in like life is short. So fail some more, go fail some more. And you're probably going to end up a better, stronger, more resilient person because of it. In fact, I could almost guarantee it. <laughs> so giving fewer fucks about failing is really, really important. And it has become increasingly important to me. Number three is comparison, giving fewer fucks about comparison. We talk about this on the podcast, uh, in multiple episodes. And I think it's always something that's going to come up because there's always going to be other people to compare ourselves to. And the thing is, is that especially in something like business, but this can apply to anything, you're, you're comparing yourself to someone else's journey when they're five or 10 or 20 years in, and it's making you miserable. And what's interesting is I, it's actually what held me back from switching to podcasting coaching because I had been wanting to do podcasting coaching for probably at least eight months before I actually made the switch, if not closer to a year. Um, but I was so held back because I was looking at other people in the space who had, you know, years more experience than me. Like we're talking like at least like a decade and just these incredible programs and courses. And I was like, you know, how can I compete with that? And we're watching others around us thinking how they're doing so much more than us and doing the things that we want to be doing. And if they're already doing it, how can there be any space for you? And then we allow that comparison to paralyze us and then we never get anywhere, but there's room for everyone. And this is really a practice in abundance. And this is something that, again, it's something that we're going to have to, I think, work on, on a semi-regular basis. Like I, I didn't just decide one day, I'm never going to compare myself to anyone again. 
and then it just never happens again, <laughs> right? This is, this is a practice. This is something that we can improve upon and get better at and catch ourselves in that comparison more quickly too, which I think is the really important part because if you start to get sucked down that comparison rabbit hole, it's a long way down and it's very hard to come back up. Very hard. So giving fewer fucks about comparing yourself is going to be really, really important. And I have just found that to be really, really helpful. Uh, again, it's a practice though. It's not something that just changes immediately. Number four is giving fewer fucks about focusing on the shit that doesn't move the dial, that doesn't serve your life. It doesn't serve uh, what it is that you're working towards, no matter what that looks like. Um, I haven't, I don't know if anyone has, has really noticed. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think that I'm important enough necessarily that anyone pays much attention to whether I'm online much or not. But for anyone who might have noticed, I haven't been on social media nearly as much lately. I've actually had multiple people reach out to me. They're like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Like I'm actually just buried in work that is going to make a huge difference to me and to my business in the longer term. There's just, there's some, some big moving parts happening right now that I'm focusing on rather than posting on Instagram. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that because it's also a season, you know, in like two or three months, I'll probably be on Instagram again, like way more like checking in and, and all that stuff and getting to talk to everybody. Like I love nothing more than spending time in the DMS. Like that's always super important to me. Um, talking and, and connecting to everyone on there. I think it's such an incredible gift, but overall, just in terms of general posting and stuff, I haven't been on nearly as much because that stuff isn't moving the dial for me right now. I have bigger things to focus on. I have, I have bigger things that I need to be putting my energy towards. And I've also been putting a really huge focus on creating over consuming. And so many of us get stuck in this consuming cycle. And then that also, you know, has us falling into comparison and it just goes on and on. And that's really tough to handle. So creating over consuming is really going to stimulate your creativity too. And I've been managing my workflow and finding my creative space and energy and kind of like trying to find my sweet spot in the day when I work a lot better, just kind of being, um, productive over busy. I've been trying to, to work more on that because honestly, I would rather get a little less work done in a day, but have that work be really high quality, great work than to be stuck on the hamster wheel to nowhere. And that's been a really, really big learning curve for me, especially switching from a corporate job for so many years into working for myself. That's, that's a huge learning curve for sure. Uh, number five, the, the final main one about, uh, things I am giving fewer fucks about is asking for help. And I might've worded that poorly. I, what I'm trying to say is that giving fewer fucks about, um, being uncomfortable asking for help. Let's put it that way. or being very resistant to asking for help because I want to remind you that it take it takes enormous strength to ask for help. It is not a weakness. And usually what stops us is various reasons, but usually things like pride and feeling like we have to be self-sufficient all the time. And no one has ever gotten very far alone. No one. We all need support systems. We all need people to help us. We all need different things along the way and different tools. And, and we, we all are better together. And when we try to lone wolf it, it doesn't work very well. And it's also really lonely too. I mean, if we're going to just look at the social aspect, it's not a lot of fun doing the lone wolf aspect. So 
I just want to really encourage you to not let pride get in the way and to just ask for the help because usually most people are really open and willing to help you as well, but you have to ask or they aren't going to be able to, to even, you know, they can't read your mind. They're not going to know what to offer you or if you even want their help unless you ask for it. So being much more open to that and allowing yourself to get help when you need it. I mean, the thing is, is it's no one, it, no one else has to live inside your head. No one else cares nearly as much as you give them credit for either. They're usually too worried about their own shit. And we're out here like stressing over, you know, comparing and uh, freaking out over people that we think are waiting for us to fail and all these things. But are you really going to let the opinions of others drag you into that paralyzing void where you don't accomplish anything you said you wanted to? Here's something that I always really like to come back to. People doubting us can be a really huge gift because that gift of doubt is that it gives you the ability to prove others wrong and it's additional motivation. Like that's kind of circling back to my first point is that that can really light a fire under you and that's the shit that I want you to get excited about. That's what I want you to give a fuck about. Not giving a fuck about everybody else and what everybody else is doing and what everybody else is up to. It just, it, we, we need to start keeping our eyes more on our own paper. And that's ultimately what most of this is about because I just really want you to focus on you and to start giving more of a shit about the stuff that really matters. Like, where is it that you want to be in six months or a year or five years? How do you want your life to look? How are you going to feel when you get there? How are you going to feel when you get there? And what are the steps that you can start taking right now, even if they're so tiny, like we're all about taking action on this podcast. Even if it's the smallest little piece of action that you could possibly manage, taking even the, the tiniest little bit of action is what is going to move the dial for you. And that is the shit that you need to give a fuck about. Not giving a shit about everybody else that is trying to get in your way, or at least that we think are trying to get in our way. Because <laughs> often it's just in our own imaginations. So for anyone who hasn't checked out the, the Mark Manson book, um, I'll reference it in the show notes. I definitely recommend it. It's fantastic. His blog is amazing as well. He also has a new book. Uh, I'm in the middle of it right now. It's really, really great. So I would definitely check all of that out. But uh, yeah, I just really want to give you that reminder. And for anyone who is feeling a little bit unsure about being a podcast guest on anyone else's podcast, I put together this really awesome free guide for you. It walks you through all the different ways to just show up as a total badass and your interviewers are going to be blown out of the water. They're going to be begging you to come back on and they're going to be so excited to share your episode. And being on a podcast is just so powerful right now. Uh, I think more than any other time and it's the absolute best place to get some publicity for yourself, uh, for your business and get new clients. If that's what you're looking for, uh, just kind of start to develop your personal brand. So make sure to go check that out as well. It's all linked up in the show notes and we'll be back on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference 
It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.